Thank you for tuning into Air and Earth, the podcast that lifts you up and keeps you grounded. I'm your host, Melissa Moffat, and I'm here to share some information that I've found helpful in my own life, as well as interview people on topics ranging from self-love of body, soul, and mind, social, environmental, and animal justice, mindfulness, business, relationships, ethics, and so much more with the intention of supporting you on your healing and growth journey as you strive to love yourself, those around you, and the planet just a little more. So what I'm talking about a little bit today is that what I've come to know and why I teach work around money, today excited and sometimes worried about not having enough. Perfect. Great. We can talk about all of this. So I teach a class Oh, there's some hundreds in here too. I didn't even notice that. I teach a class about money and it's called Worthy and Wealthy. And I had a friend, one of my close friends signed up today, excited for new adventures. Hi from Morocco. Hello. I had a friend sign up for this class today and he actually gave me cash for it. So I wasn't planning on having a wad of cash for this live, but I do because he signed up and he wanted to pay me in cash. And I was like, sounds good to me. That seems fun. And now I have a prop and we got to talking and it just reflected to me what I wanted to come here and share today, which I wrote about a bit in yesterday's post as well. And I really believe that money can be an illuminator. And what do I mean by that? Money can just like relationships, (laughs) it can be a mirror. It can show us the areas where we're holding on to emotions and we might blame money, but it's not necessarily the money. It can show us where we're holding on to things like envy, right? I think, who was it who said, it makes me feel some envy? Yeah, Lazy Acres dog training, yeah. What's your name? I isn't I know Mr. Duff, but that's the dog, right? Hi Sean. Hello everybody joining in. So money can show us where we are holding on to things and where we hold on to fear and where we're holding on to woundings. And it's not our it's not our fault, so we don't have to like get really intense and blame ourselves or anything like that. We live in a world where there is a lot of intensity around money. There's a lot of tabooness. Even me showing up doing like this on a live, like makes me feel a little, a little uncomfortable, right? And we tend to do one of two things when it comes to money because there's so much damage that's been done in our systems individually and collectively when it comes to money because money has been used Money can be used in whatever way we want to use it. It can be used to, you know, benefit the world. It can be used to, you know, support an orphanage. It can be used to donate to causes that you believe in. It can be used to help the environment. Money can also be used as a power play and as a tool for greed and as a tool to oppress others. And it has been For a long time, money can be a source for power and we get to choose is that power used for good or is that power used to hurt others thinking that it'll lift ourselves up. And so because of that, because there's such intensity around money, hi friends coming in, 
what tends to happen is that we either, and for those of you just coming in, <laughs> you'll have to go back and listen to the whole thing. Money is either used, or the way we interact with money can either be from this place where we are repressing it, just like with any wound. Like if we are someone who consistently feels jealous of others, we might not want to look at that. And we might feel jealous of others through money, or we might feel comparison, or not enoughness, or feel scarcity or pain. And it relates back to things that we've experienced with our families, things that we've experienced with partners, things that we've experienced with ourselves, like the time that we made a bad investment or we you know, went on that trip and lost a big fat wad of cash. So we decided after that that we're not safe, that money is not safe with us, right? And subconsciously, we started like repelling money. So we can tend to repress it, okay? And not want to look at it, not want to talk about it, not look at our bank accounts. And that can lead to this undercurrent of consistent anxiety and consistent, like a lack of clarity. That's why one of the things I teach in Worthy and Wealthy is to, if you're someone who tends to be more on the repressive side, you have to start looking at your finances because you might be telling yourself, oh, I'm just not good with money. Oh, I just never learned how to be proficient with money. I never had a class about money, right? But at the same time, that's something that you can learn. That's something that you can become better at. You can learn to become proficient with money. You can learn to become empowered with money. And it starts with building a relationship with money. So how do we build that relationship? We start paying attention to it. If you think about it like a person, like say money was your girlfriend, if you're just never looking at her, never talking to her, never spending time with her, never paying attention to her, do you think she would stick around? Do you think she would want to be in a relationship with you? Do you think she would be supportive or do you think she would get resentful and probably leave? Yeah, probably the second one. So the other option is that we can get reactive around money. We can become... Like, I, like I've been saying, money can hold a lot of intensity, a lot of intense feelings, um, you know, tabooedness, triggers, comparison. So maybe we become overreactive. So this can lead to really unintentional spending, um, going into lots of debt, and then you're like, how did I even get here? It can be look like keeping up with the Joneses. Um the uh, the flip side of it, right? If you're more react or more repressive and like it doesn't matter how much you have with these two things. What what matters is how you feel in relationship to your money. So I've talked to people who have joined this course who have a lot of money in the bank, like lots and lots, and they're like I still feel like it's never enough. I still feel like I have nothing and I feel completely unsafe because money's completely tied to hi everyone hello friends because money's tied to our sense of survival right so if we don't do the work to form that trusting relationship that clear conscious relationship is really what it is with money it doesn't matter how much we have we'll still feel an emptiness honestly and then the other side, the reactive side, that can look like, you know, 
blowing through money, thinking that you need to, to spend in a certain way to feel a certain way, but still not feeling that way, still feeling an emptiness. So how I feel about this is we have to work with the, the energies around money, the, the, the ways that money wants to show up in our lives, right? We have to learn how to be very intentional, very clear, very connected to our finances. And as we do that, there is the, the potential, the ability that the ways money shows up for us will change. So as we form this relationship and we start to become very intentional about how to circulate money, how to spend it, what it's like to hold on to money and the reasons that we may not feel safe to have money or we may not feel worthy of having money or being wealthy or whatever our idea of that is, right? And then the ways that we get to receive money. And... And as we do that, looking into all of those different aspects, our, like I, like I've been saying, like your whole, it starts internally. It starts with what's within you. It starts with how you feel about money. It starts with healing. Everyone is greedy. No emotion. See, (laughs) see, that's, that's like, that's your perception. That's your perception. And that's something that's like, I could sit here and be like, oh gosh, like this person, you know, may think I'm greedy, right? And you're not saying that, but like, I could totally take that on or I could decide, I could come back to a truth that I know that I carry with myself and that guides me in like everything. And that's the that for me, money gets to be a tool for good and money is safe in my hands. And the ways I spend my money, the ways I hold on to money, the ways I circulate money, the ways I invest with my money are all things that are bettering the lives of others, bettering the environment, good for the animals and the planet. And because I believe that, because I hold this this huge intention, this not just like, Often in my classes, I talk about this big intention, the big why. Some people call it a context, but it's like the container that's holding all of your actions, all of the little pieces of your life. And for me, this big intention, this big context, this thing that is holding all of it, that I feel safe and supported and, and, and capable of receiving and spending and holding on to money because of this is because of that mission is because that I have really not just like through telling myself, but also through proving it to myself through really getting aligned with what I believe. Right. Hold on just a second. Do do do. So through me really becoming aligned with what I believe, right. With my values, when it comes to money, I believe that money gets to come to me more and more. And I'm not sabotaging it as much, right? Because we can fall into that trap of easily sabotaging and we, we don't even see it. And we're like, how, you know, I used to do this, say like when, 
in one of my first course launches. Hi, Shannon. Hi, everybody. I used to sabotage myself pretty frequently, and I didn't even see it. And now looking back, I'm like, oh, okay. So in one of my first course launches, um, I had been, I was like almost a year into running my business, and I had this launch, and I, I made, I think, $11,000 that month. And the next month, because I was so freaked out and I'd been doing a lot of this money work that I'm now teaching. And the next month I like, I went like reactive and was like, oh, like that's, <laughs> I, and I didn't see that this was going on, but now I see it. It felt like too much and it felt like I didn't know what to do with it. It felt like it wasn't sustainable. I didn't know how to make it sustainable. It felt like if I made a bunch, I was just going to like screw it up because I didn't know how to like, I didn't know how to take care of it. Right. And because of that, the next month I did like nothing in my business. I like sold nothing. I, I didn't put any offers out there. I didn't take any opportunities and I made like nothing the next month. So I could have been like, okay, that's just the way it goes. But really looking back now, I see that I was sabotaging myself because I could have tried, you know, I could have put another course out. I could have said, Hey, I'm accepting new clients, but I didn't because I was freaked out. And really what it was, was this, this underlying belief, this, this like bit of worthiness that what happens if I become the woman who, who makes a lot of money? What if I become the woman who lives in the house of my dreams? What if I become the woman who has this really incredible business and has a lot of clients? Like, how do I, first of all, how do I take care of that? And I didn't know, right? And also I was scared of judgments from others. I was scared of people not understanding me. I was scared of pushing people away. And we can hold on to all of these things and not even see them. And then as soon as we start paying attention and asking like, what is there through the, the, through the mode of money, right? But saying, what is actually, what am I believing? What am I holding on to? What it, where is my energy clogged, right? And this may look like a relationship you're not supposed to be in, a home you're not supposed to be in. Maybe you're supposed to move. I had one of my one-on-one -on -one clients a few months ago. She had been putting offers out there and it was like, it wasn't really picking up. It, really, it wasn't really picking up. And she knew she needed to move. And she finally did. She made the thing happen. She moved. And then within two weeks, she her income changed, her monthly consistent income changed by like four or $5,000 just from that aspect of moving. And that was like a big leap for her. For me, one of the clogs I, I had was, I was just gonna say that about other people's judgments, we might lose people, exactly. And I have, and it's been okay. <laughs> it's been okay, you know? And you know, like sometimes, I'll give you an example, like, when I was really growing this year a lot and my business was growing, but I personally was growing. I was doing a lot of deep healing work. I was getting more support than I ever had. And I was coming into this place where I was like, I've never felt better in my entire life. Like I've never felt more in my power. I've never felt more capable. I've never felt more whole and complete. I had never felt like more myself. And I had someone look at me and say, you, you're fake now you're fake. And I was like, well, that sucks. <laughs> you think that? Cause I feel really great. I feel like really good, you know? 
So anyway, the point here is, the key here is that we can use money. We can use money, not just for good, right? Like that mission, but we can use it as something to shed a light of what's going on inside of us the fears that we're holding on to, the places where we don't feel capable and worthy, the places where we're looking to others for our answers, the places where we're just like, okay, you know, another example I'll give is like, I know someone else who was in one of my master classes recently and she was like, you know, I'm really trying. I'm really trying. I feel like I'm showing up. I feel like I'm like doing you know, I'm putting myself in that position. I'm putting myself in the place like I'm spending like I'm the wealthy woman. I'm, you know, I, you know, cause you, you we hear that, right? We hear about affirmations and, and, and stepping into that place. And I think all of that's amazing. And I've done a ton of that. I love affirmations. I love like, you know, spending in a way that's like initiating my next level or whatever it is. And then, And she was like, but it's not working. Like nothing's coming in. I'm like, well, are you making the space for it? Are you, are you clearing or are you just layering on an analogy? I use a lot is right. Like if you're trying to build a house on a shitty foundation or a foundation that's like dirty, well, you might have this house built, but then it's not going to like, it's not going to be stable if your foundation isn't stable. And then if you build a foundation in like, like on, you know, without digging down into the earth to create space for the foundation, then that foundation isn't going to be stable either. The house isn't going to be stable. If you're wanting to build wealth, you have to have space for the house, space for the wealth. So that means internal space. That means accounts. <laughs> you know, one of the big things that I did that shifted my, my business at the, is at the, ver- at the very beginning, before I was making any money at all, I started opening up business accounts and savings accounts and a tax account and going to accountants. So there are practical things we do, right? Spreadsheets, things like that. I teach all of this in Worthy and Wealthy, but it all relates to building this house, right? It all relates to the subtle energetics. So we have to create the space for the wealth, the energetic space, letting people go, getting into an environment where we can have creative energy, right? If you're a creative or if you're an entrepreneur, you're wanting to become one, which by the way, this course is not just for entrepreneurs. I have a whole huge range of people from, you know, people who like, People who like are unemployed right now actually have joined this course. So all the way from being unemployed to being a stay-at-home mom, to being an entrepreneur, to being an engineer. Um, someone who went through this last round who was an engineer, she got, I think it was like a thirty dollars or $40,000 raise from the work she learned in this course, from how to like communicate clearly when it comes to money, from feeling confident when it came to money. So you create the space and then you build the foundation. You start to become present. You start to form a relationship. You start to to build this, this clarity, this interaction. And then you can start building the house of wealth, right? And wealth is really, it's whatever it is to you. It's going to look different for everyone. For me, you know, like I'm not the person who, and I'm not, I have no judgments again against this, right? Like, again, like I, I think a big part of doing the money work is learning how to not be triggered by someone else's success and someone else's idea of success. 
Um, it's really like being in your own lane when it comes to how you want your finances to be, how you want your money situation to be, how you want your abundance and wealth to be. But like for me, wealth is like being in this eco house on top of a mountain. It's not like a penthouse in New York City. That does not sound fun to me. Maybe it will one day. Same thing, like I was with a friend the other day and I just, like we were doing a bit of Christmas shopping and she, and I, I love her so much and she was getting these like really amazing sweaters and one of the sweaters was like $350 and it was like this like beautiful new sweater, great eco fabrics. And I was like, I want to go to the thrift store. <laughs> like I want to go to the thrift store. You know what I mean? And one of the, it was funny because one of the women looked at me and I was like, there are some shirts over there that are like super affordable. And I was like, bitch, I can afford it. I just don't want it. You know what I mean? Like I had that moment and I had to be like, it's okay. Like you're allowed to want what you want. That's another part of this work is like really starting to let yourself. It was very triggering for me when I first started to follow what I actually wanted and not just what I thought was possible or what I thought I could have or what I thought was reasonable or what I thought someone else, you know, wanted of me. And each time I've done that, especially when I've done it big, right? Like when I bought a house, when I like invested in a business coach that like really expanded my idea of what was possible and like felt like a lot of money for me at the time. Anytime I've really gone after something that I really want, there's a period of integration. There's a period of stabilization where it's like, okay, we just took this big leap. The way I say it is like your soul's over here. You took the big leap. You knew you went for it. And then everything, your physical reality, your nervous system, your body, the opportunities, the money, all of it takes a minute to catch up. Hmm, I love the thrift store, which is great, but having an aha. Are you saying you're having an aha moment? Where's my dog? I'll show you my dog in a minute. Hi. <laughs> I love that. Really today, money as the illuminator. Yeah. Okay. Let's see here. What else have we got going on here? Ha ha ha. Pushing through that fear is the hardest, but when you do, possibilities are endless. Yeah. And that can happen too when we go after the things that we really want. It's like we we maybe we have this like moment of, of courage. We're like, yeah, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to like, you know, buy myself this thing. I'm going to like hire this person. And then we do it, right? We work up the courage. We get into this mode where we're like, this is it. This is it. This is what I deserve. This is what I desire. And you go for it. And then next thing you know, you're like, whoa, whoa and like everything's spinning and everything's changing and pieces are like falling out and other pieces are coming in and you're just like what the hell is happening oh yeah i love you all do you want to see forest yes an aha moment the thrift store can feel like lack i think it's sometimes that sometimes it does for me. Yeah. And if it does, you don't have to, you don't have to be there. Like you don't have to do it for me. I go to like these, like, it's not necessarily a thrift store. It's like, well, it is thrift, but it's like a vintage coat. So like, even though, and it's not about how much you spend either. That's the thing. It's like, all of this is such lifelong. It's like a lifelong practice. It's not like we get to this point where we make a certain amount of money or we have a certain amount of money or we're able to spend a certain way. We have to consistently be working with how we feel. 
This is consistent work. This is a consistent relationship. Just like how I was, there's my dog. Just like how I was talking about at the beginning, if you have this relationship, like if money's your girlfriend, if, if you're in a relationship with money, if you like form this great relationship and everything's flowing, but then you stop paying attention, well, the relationship's probably gonna crumble a little bit and you're gonna start feeling weird and they're gonna start feeling weird and it's just gonna be, there's gonna need to be some healing, right? So yeah, this is a code I got the other day. And again, like I was saying, it's not about how much, but for me, it feels expansive. I was like, this is a badass coat. It was, I mean, for thrift, it was like pretty pricey. Um, and I, I was like, yeah, yeah. I'll show you all forest. Do, do, do. Fixing my hair. Here he is. Oh my gosh, buddy. I'm gonna have to move that pillow, bro. You can't be late. My grandmother made that pillow. Yes. Are you a good, <laughs> you tired? <laughs> is he tired he's a good boy he's a good boy i love you so much you're being so cute he's like what are you doing yeah oh okay you all does anybody have any questions so i'm probably gonna do another live on wednesday i'm thinking i would love to invite you all to join worthy and wealthy it really is an amazing course. This is the best time ever to join um, because it's on, there's a few reasons. Well, number one, it's just, it's a really great course. We have a really great community coming together. Uh, he wants to be petted. I wish you were all here petting him right now. But this course is my favorite course ever because I think this work is so transformational and so powerful. Right now, the course Worthy and Wealthy is on early bird until Wednesday. That means you get over $200 off, plus you get access to a masterclass that I did recently called Enrichment. You get lifetime access, which I'm not sure if I'm going to do that anymore coming up. I might give like a year access, things like that. So if you want the lifetime access, now's a really good time to get in. So you get to go through, there's like 24 modules that are all about forming that relationship with money, the practices, and these are like practical, energetic, um, embodiment, mindset kind of, you know, meditations, journaling, all of this kind of stuff, like movement to just really get clear when it comes to money, when, to get this relationship really going to start feeling empowered and confident and, and healing the relationship that can sometimes be so damaged. There's also four live classes. Um, so overall there's like maybe, maybe like 20 hours of content plus doing four live classes together. So you get to be in a group and a community making my way to take it, maybe not this round, but hopefully you will be offering it again. 100% I will be offering it again. I will tell you, and there's there's no pressure at all, it will be a little more next time because as I add more, I normally like raise the price a little bit. But yeah, there's no pressure at all. Would love to have you whenever you feel ready and if you are ready. So yeah, the class starts December 3rd. 30th, however, you get immediate access to the community and also to everything that's already recorded. But the live classes start on the 30th. So yeah, I love this class. It the work here has changed my life. If you've been around with me for a while, you've seen how much I've changed in the last few years and how my life has changed. And it's really because of the internal work and all of this is what I teach in Worthy and Wealthy. 
And I love the people who take this class. We have a lot of really amazing testimonials. A lot of people who have, you know, been like, I doubled what I had in my bank account. I got like a $40,000 raise. I got my dream job going. I started my own business. Some pretty powerful stuff has happened. So yeah, that's it, you all. Um, if you want to join, you can either send me a DM. I'm starting to put the link in my stories as well. And it's also on my website, so you can find your way to my website. The sales page is there, and there's a lot of info there. And you can always reach out to me, too. I love connecting with you all beside, behind the scenes. Yes, I've been following your transformations. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Tanya. I really appreciate that. Yeah. So I think that's it for today. I really thank you all for being here. Again, I'm going to probably go live Wednesday, so be on the lookout for that. And until then... I'll see you later. Love you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I hope you have a great day.